pick? I don't know. And with that, we are live. Welcome to the Fantasy Trail. The Scarano um, guarantee did not work out well. It did not work out well. We are season eight, uh, episode nine. I am Matt, along with Mike and JT. How's it going, boys? Going well, man. Sorry to see you couldn't live up to your uh, expectations. See, and if you notice how I uh, worded the title of tonight's episode, um, I don't know if we have anyone listening. So, like, you know, they may think Scarana made a guarantee and it didn't work out well. I don't know. I'm sorry about that, Mike, but hey, I'm just saying. The Scarana guarantee did not work out. It did not. And with that, uh, yeah, that I chose not to talk as much smack and just let my uh, players take care of the situation. Oh. You actually just won because of the lag. Like, it just came through. <laughs> oh, it it was a rough week. Okay. You know it, it, let me make sure a... I have other devices. Um, it, it, it was a rough week for everyone, though. Uh, would you agree with that, JT? Um, it seemed to me that scores across the league were down. I was looking at it on Sunday night when there were still obviously those two games to go, but it felt like even though teams had been impacted by buys pretty intensely in some other weeks, for whatever reason, this week scores were really down just across the board. Um, you know, the two high scores were in the 150s, but prior to that, we'd seen 160s, 190s, 180s. So, yeah, it, it definitely felt that way to me. All right, so let's go take a look at these scores. Um, I lose to Scarano. I put up the lowest score of the week. Maybe the lowest score of the season, I think. I don't think anyone put up. I think 89 was the lowest previously, so I think I put up the lowest uh, score of the season. Um, so I put up 86. Scarano, you know, you put up a good – 135, you would have beaten most teams this week, but not a very good score overall. Not not fantastic for me, but it, compared to the competition, I mean, what I, I'm looking right now, I would have been three. Yep. And, you know, when my kicker puts up my third highest score, you know it's going to be a rough week for you. Not great, man. Not great. <laughs> All right. Next, JT, you put up uh, second highest score with a – 151, um, and you blow past Colin, uh, who only put up a 115. And you know, he got some good scores. He's got he got the 23 from Burrow, 23 from Samuel, 21 from Harris. Um, yeah, but you know, this was a statement win, and it really you know, it puts you at four and four, you know, so you're and it puts you, uh, you gain ground with a lot of people on points. Um, Myself included. So I, I think it, it puts you easily into a spot where you can make the playoffs either way and you look like you have a solid shot uh, unless something goes horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah, like, I, I you think that's fair. Um, you know, big big amount of season left. We'll, we'll see. But uh, the wins, a couple in a row here, 
have really helped. As soon as I started talking about only wanting points and not worrying about wins, I've, I think I've won three in a row. Yeah. Now, um, we, Haley puts and, up. And um, one of the interesting things is in looking at in looking at playoff percentage, it has Colin above you right now. Um, but what's interesting is, is that doesn't take into account our little system. No. It has you at 91, Jay, and it has him at 99. Yeah, but I was like 26 last week. So I, I just, I think that thing's just garbage. <laughs> we'll, th we'll take a look at that in a second. All we're, right. not, we're not going with it. Okay. Haley uh, put up the fourth highest score of the week, uh, but she loses. By 20 points to Joel, who put up the high score for the league, um, um, a 152. I believe this is this was Joel's first time putting up the high score. I think it was. I was Definitely trying to chase you. Maybe since we've started that. Um, I think that's right. Yeah, I was I was getting so close with Tyreek Hill last night. I was joking with her about it because they were targeting him like crazy. And every pass, I was like, I'm going to pass you. I'm going to pass you. I'm going to pass you. And I barely, barely didn't make it. But I was happy for it. That's a good win. Two weeks in a row. Good score. Good win for her. Yeah, uh, Michael Carter is looking real good for her. And then Ooh. having uh, Allen off the bye, always good. Carter has been huge because uh, for a long while there in the beginning of the year, he was splitting time with Ty Johnson and uh, a few others. And now he's emerged as not only the dominant back, but a great pass catcher. Tons of targets. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, next, Casey gets a win. Unbelievable. But is the biggest loser of the week. Can we agree on that? That's every week. But uh, uh, you know, he, he puts up 116, and Jake is only able to squeak by with a 10-110. I couldn't believe it watching that game last night. I, I was looking at it, and it was basically almost tied with Mahomes versus Booker. Uh, you know, Casey had a, a small lead, but I thought it was over. You know, Mahomes, even in, in his bad weeks, usually puts up a 20 or so. Yeah. And uh, I, did, I didn't expect Booker to do much. If you were watching the game, it all turned when Booker caught that, like, 65-yard pass. And uh, all of a sudden, Casey jumped ahead and then never looked back. And Mahomes just couldn't get in the end zone. They brought back a touchdown that put me ahead. And uh, that's a heartbreaker for Jake. Yeah. Um you know, I mean, he, he had the ball. He had the ball hit a receiver in his helmet for an INT. Yep. You know, that would have got. I mean, and this was interesting because you know they both had a Seattle receiver. Both had fairly good weeks. Um. So, and Jake's got to be a little bit nervous. I mean, he's dropped down in points quite a bit. He's dropped down in the rankings um, based on record. Lost three in a row. I, I'm looking at his team. Yes. And you know, and we'll get to this when we we talk about our surprises, or you know, we're talking about needs for the season. And I didn't see one, and I don't know why his team is as bad as it is. Well, you know what's funny? I'm going to say this, Matt, and this is it's it's going to seem like a hot take, and everyone could take it for that. But just to be frank, I, I the Chiefs' offense is mediocre, and I'm not saying mediocre for them; they're mediocre. Yeah. And then, uh, and I think that when you look at Mahomes as an every week play, and I don't know if he is. Really? Yeah. I mean, that might be a little, uh, that, that uh, might be a little out there, Scarno. He's still a little bit hot to me. Yeah. I just, yeah. he's not anywhere near where five. Him. 
that that take is to say he's he's not yes. living up perhaps what he expected. But he's the number five quarterback. You're going to play the number five quarterback every week. Yeah. All right. Next we have uh, Brian. It's just in a free fall. I believe this is six losses in a row. Oh, man. Poor Brian. Um, Yeah. And, you know, 110 and uh, losing to Michael Thomas, who had a score of 120. So 10 points, close matchup. Um, And, you know, it probably hurt Brian a little bit more being at the Bills game, watching Cole Beasley get 21 points. And watching uh, on his phone as the Browns blew it. Um, more than anything, though, I think that's just a huge win for Michael. You know, as you said, we'll, we'll look at it when we see the standings here in a minute, but I don't think any of us are giving Michael, uh, you know, anything other than kudos for his job done to try and patch up what's happening. But his squad has not looked great because of injury. And then all of a sudden, here he is. He's in third. He's, yeah. he's vaulted up. For a while there, we had him almost in dead last. He was scoring really low. And as always, using that waiver wire. All right. So let's uh, let's get through our rankings. Um, we have Brian in 10th place. Um, I come in at 10th. Um, and, you you know, Mike, you had me ranked 8th. I don't know exactly what you're smoking over there. Um, maybe that's really why you're lagging. There might have been a little bit. It might have been. When I saw that, that that was the only one you had ranked, I said, I've just got to – I, I got to – Now, Toronto, what, what you, you only don't know – You're a listener. Why don't, let me take you behind the curtain here. I got on this morning nice, bright, and early, and this was a was a clean sheet here, Scrano. There was not a thing on there except – except not only was Matt filled in as number 10, he had filled in you putting him as number 10 and me putting him as number 10. So I made sure to delete that right away. Oh, I didn't know we did Oh yeah, I, I just thought I'd help you out. He, no, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I, I I reset the sheet. I try and do it the night before, but sometimes I forget and I have to do it in the morning. Um, yeah. And I I don't get service on my phone, so I can't see the scores. I can't see the rankings. Um, sometimes uh you know I take screenshots and do it off of that, but I had to wait. Um. So I, I knew where I was ranking myself, and I just figured putting up the low score in the league two weeks in a row with all my injuries and nonsense that I'm dealing with, I don't know how you're ranking anyone ahead of me. Well, listen, I mean, I ranked you ninth. It's not like I put you second. And uh, I, I, I put the guy behind you that lost six in a row, so that might be the reason. All right. Uh, next we have Joel. Oh, you know who you know and put up a high score high score of the week um but you know that's low ranking for her and then we get pretty consistent um everyone has casey ranked seventh everyone has v michael thomas ranked sixth. uh next is the only um difference both of you had haley ranked fifth i had her actually ranked fourth um jake you guys had jake ranked fourth i had him fifth so that gives uh, Haley the overall ranking of five. Jake is four. I think that while Haley, her record might not be showing it, she's been putting up consistently more points than Jake is at this point. And Jake's just got to do something to break this free fall. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It's, um, it's just been hard to drop him. We had him at ranked number two for so long, and, and we've uh, kind of had that stamped in our heads but you make a fair point 
And then um, our top three is consistent across the board. Colin comes in at third. JT, you're clearly in second place. And Scarano, you're number one by a wide margin. No offense, JT. No, none taken. Um, I think at this point, um, the th- the thing is, you know, uh, J- JT, you and Colin flipped from last week. Um, you're clearly moving into that second place. Um, but I could see a path where you don't make the playoffs. I don't think it's necessarily likely that you don't make it, but I could see a path. Didn't, like... Two minutes ago, you say that it looks like there's no way you're not going to make the playoffs now in one way or the other. I, I need I need the the podcast editor who takes your clip and punches it right in there. What I'm saying is I, I don't see any way that Scarano doesn't make the playoffs. Okay. Nobody was making that argument, though. He'd have to slip, though, in point so much, though. That's what I'm saying. I think it's possible for wins that he wouldn't make it, but I don't see him missing it in points. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't either. Yes? And so then the biggest drops, uh, I dropped three spots from last week. Uh, Casey dropped one, Brian dropped one, and Colin dropped one. Whereas Joel moved up two spots, D. Michael Thomas moved up two spots, and JT, you moved up a spot. Uh, Do you want to talk about the playoffs? I think this week when I looked at that, it's just so fascinating the way our rankings uh, are are not necessarily what match up with the actual playoffs or with the point rule playoffs. You know, it, it, it always comes down to week by week. I realize that, but it's, it's pretty crazy to go ahead and look at this because if you're removing Mike, I don't think anybody is in their like actual playoff spot for the most part. Like it's so strange to see the the jumps that are out there, I guess maybe, a little bit here and there, but they're either in the wrong actual playoff or the wrong point rule playoff. So it's kind of made it, it's, it's made it fun. It's given everybody a chance. And with certain people it's, it's vaulted them up a lot or dropped them down a lot. So Scrano, you're in no matter what, obviously that wouldn't change anything Uh, based on record. Colin is second and Michael Thomas. Oof, man, what a, what a huge jump up for him after uh, we had him in the sixth, eighth range last week, that win brought him up to third, locking him in where his points don't matter because they really would drop him down if he didn't. Uh, I have moved up into fourth with my wins, so I'm not just in with points, which is the first time I think I've been able to say that in five years. Um, and then following that is our biggest jump. It goes to Haley at uh, the five spot. She is um, just up by like a few points over Jake, I want to say. I want to say it's like eight, but... <clears throat> Her actual playoff ranking would be nine, and she jumps up to being in the playoffs. So a huge bump up for her. For Jake, he gets bumped down one spot, but again, he's only behind her by the tiniest little bit. Uh, if I'm looking at that there, yeah, she's 1,139. He's 1,131. Um, Brian's on the outside looking in. As awful as things have gone, losing six in a row, he is currently only 18 points out of the playoffs. So that's easily something he could make up in one week. Amazing. Um, yeah, it's crazy to see that. And then Casey follows that one. He's a little it's funny just ranked. because how. Oh, go ahead. Just how badly we rank him that he's right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, everybody is like, kind of right there. Like Nobody's yes. that far out of it. Yes, no, like if you drop that uh, record, your points shift everyone down too. That's something else to take into consideration too. 
Well, yeah. I mean, Michael Thomas is in entirely based on the record. You take him out and he's in last place. So it's fascinating to see that. But um, after Brian is Casey. Casey, I think, is currently 33 points out of the playoffs. So not too far out. And then we start to get to a little bit of a wider gap. Uh, Tamala and Joel, our last two, are, are a little further out. And it's going to going to take a little more but we still have enough weeks left where tomorrow i can't even fully write you off obviously you're trending in the wrong direction but you know you're 75 points down and joel's 85 points down uh joel made up 70 points on you this week alone like it, it's unlikely but it's it's not impossible for people to come back to that when we've got so many weeks left so yeah. there are definite trends occurring uh, i think some people are much more comfortable obviously than others uh but lots of time left. Michael Thomas dead last in the league in points and yet ranked third. All right. So let's take a look at the actual standings. Um, and, you know, based on record, Scarano, Colin, V. Michael Thomas, JT, Jake, Casey, myself, Joel, uh, Haley, and then Brian. And then looking at points, and I sorted it ahead of time. You're welcome, JT. So proud uh, of you. Scarano is up by about 60 points, um, 50 points. Um, then JT, and there you two are the only one who have broken 1,200 points. Um, then we have Colin, who's right there with uh, 1,195 points. Then there's a bigger drop with Rachel. With eleven thirty nine, um, Jake eleven thirty one. Then there's another drop with Brian with eleven thirteen, and then we drop down to the um, ten hundreds. You know, uh, Casey has a thousand ninety eight. I have a thousand fifty six. Joel a thousand forty six, and the Michael Thomas is there with one thousand seventeen points. So, like you said anyone's game um the big thing i'm looking at too is uh scarano has eight wins in a row jt you have three wins in a row then i'm looking at the michael thomas with three wins in a row and mm -hmm. joel with two wins in a row mm -hmm. go on the other side J um brian with six losses in a row jake and rachel with three losses in a row <laughs> I'm there with two losses in a row. So, uh, so far, uh, the Michael Thomas is by far in the lead with 25 different moves being made, um, followed by Scarano and JT with 18. Um, and the least amount goes to Joel with three moves. Tinker, 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 tinker. Interesting betting idea. Interesting betting idea. Let's make a prediction on how many points there will be between, now listen, the person who comes in six and the person who comes in seven. In the playoffs or out of the playoffs, total last number year. of points. Last JT, year, remember, it was down to tenths of a point last year. Tenths. That's what I'm saying, which is probably not going to happen again. So let, let's, no, I don't let's think, think, be think that reasonably close. here. But pretty cool. It certainly makes it fun. I, would I think it will uh, be. I think it'll be under 20 points. All right. Yeah, I think that's likely. 
Tamal, I'd like to just point out that uh, 120 points. I've won every game since placing Rodrigo Blankenship on the IR. You know, and but you know, I was thinking, was it placing him on IR because we don't really have an IR spot, or is it when you changed your name? Well, I think they happen simultaneously, but I've I've kept him ah. on the spot as penance for all of everything this year, and I've I've, I've kept him there. And in in tribute, the team's really rallied behind him. Okay, so I have a question. If if I were to if I were to change my name. Do I talk about Michael Thomas? Do I talk about William Fuller? Do I talk about Julio Jones? Do I have to talk about Gronk? Well, well can you talk about one of your good players, or are we just going to keep listening to bad ones? Those are my good players. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's talk about this. Um, and we, we want to talk about team needs and uh you know normally we go from worst to hopefully this third. might spawn some trades what maybe this will spawn a few trades maybe um jt can you can you fill us into the insight what was that michael thomas trade um he was looking to help out joelle after the news with ridley uh, she looked it over it was a fair deal and honestly, it would have been uh, something that she would have been okay with. But I, I don't think she had any interest in trying to to get Gage. And then, and poor Michael, uh, you know, thought for a while that it was going to really cost him because he put Gage in, who got not even a single target, and left Pittman on his bench, who had thirty-one. Uh, so you know, a very familiar feeling to me yeah. of trying to be the smartest guy in the room and watching my tinkering completely backfire. Uh, I felt for him, but he, he was just trying to take advantage of the news that came out about Ridley very, very shrewdly. And uh, Joelle just didn't like the guy that she would have had to put in. And I think she would have sat Carter. So I want to talk about a swing. That's a lot of points that got moved around because of that. All right. Um, I don't know. What I was going to pull up the actual teams, but let's stick with that. All right. So we're, we're starting with the top team, Scarano. JT says your biggest position of need is choices. You said tight end. I said tight end. Um, JT, yeah. do you want to talk about your Jay, what choices? do you mean by choice? Hey. So, Mike, I think that this is the great problem to have, and it's the reason you're in first place. But the issue you're going to have going forward is trying to determine what player to put in what position when these buys end. And I was looking at your team, and you've got some people – that are out this past week, and it's making your choices easier. Whether it's Kareem Hunt, making it very easy, or Terry McLaurin, or you know, it you're not having to make those tough calls. And I think when everybody's back, and especially when the buys are over, you might be faced with kind of an, an embarrassment of riches, where I know you're going to agonize. And I, I think that the biggest position for you, oh, yes. is you're going to like it if you can actually get a few guys to maybe miss a week or two. Nothing super long term, but something that almost forces you to make your choices. Yeah, I mean, like, look, you had Keenan well, Allen. Kind of goes, he was projected him. a little bit lower. You know, I looked at it. But here's what I will say. Here's what I will say that's interesting. Compare that to the Devontae Parker situation with Casey. <laughs> the exact opposite. 
That's all. Just because we're throwing shade and we were having this discussion before, I just thought I'd bring that up. Fair point. Look. All right. Yeah. And, I, thank you know, you. And that, really, that, thank that's you. I mean, it, it's hard to find anyone with an undefeated team and the highest points in the league. Um, I said tight end just because, you know, I mean, I might say your defense, but it, exactly. who cares? Uh, you have Jared Cook. I change it every week. Um, and you have Hunter Henry and you have uh, Conklin. And I might say that if you have three tight ends, yeah. you have no tight ends. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah could I agree with that. Could any of them hit? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I, I tried to trade you Gronk earlier I think, in the year. And it was a smart move for you not to do it. I but. do think Cook is probably the most likely to get end zone looks of them. But then Henry's pretty close as well. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's a good problem to have. I'd give Cook a slight edge at all. All right, JT, you're next. Um, You and Mike said quarterback, and I actually said running back. Um, You have Herbert. I mean, he's been solid. He's number 10. Yeah, I I don't think that cuts it. I think that in a 10-team league, having the probable worst quarterback up there and – I just he's not been anywhere near what I hoped, and I, I've had a couple weeks where I put up really good scores, and he has not been a part of it. Uh, I've been very disappointed. It's been two weeks in a row, too. Yeah, I've been very disappointed with him after his breakout three week stretch. Uh, he's had three games below, or excuse me, four games below sixteen points, and in a quarterback driven league, that's really not going to cut it. Yeah, but okay, but he has Philadelphia and Minnesota coming up the next two weeks. Minnesota's great defense. No, no, they're not. Yeah, I don't know. No, they're not. Not this year. I think Minnesota's a very good defense. I think you should double check that. Okay, I will. Um, and then you know the the we assuming you get a bye that first week in the fantasy playoffs, which I know is not a given this far out, but Mm -hmm. if you did, then you'd have him facing the New York Giants and then Kansas City. And then Houston. I understand, but I still have been disappointed with it, and I don't have a good backup. And so when I look at that and I look at the people that have such a better one, I I just get a little frustrated by that. That's all. Uh, Why do you say say running back? Um, Eckler's already had his bye. Ek- okay, Eckler, and he's still number two. Okay, you're you're looking at that. You're worried about injury. Okay, and you know I know I know you can't be afraid of injury, but you know you have Harris, you have Fournette, who's looked great but did not have a good game last week, and that's a and then Mitchell, who you know who's again dealing with another injury. Um, I would I would argue I also have Herbert who lo- has looked really good and I think it's very rare for a team to have five good starting running backs. I, I think it's a position of strength. I don't think. Yep. I think you would want more of a solid number one than a low end number one flex option. Who's my low end number one? But I don't think Eckler is low end number one. I think he's I think he's one of the better ones to have. Yeah, but uh, Eckler's injury, late injury kind of worried me. Uh, it it made me a little nervous. But he has twenty four. 
Yeah, he's the number two back in the league. Um, I understand. I wanted him. I was very pissed that you drafted him. And he's had I wanted him more than Aaron Jones. But I'm just saying. I I don't know. I I feel really comfortable with my running backs, actually. In a one running back league, having five that I can choose from, I feel like I have an embarrassment of riches. And if if I stumble into something with AP here now, too, then that's six. which Which was a quality move, picking him up early. Needed to have somebody on a bye. I just got lucky that I had somebody that wasn't playing that week, and he hadn't been rostered yet. Yep. All right. Uh, next, we have Colin. Uh, you and Mike said bench, and I said tight end. And honestly, JT, I could have said tight end for you. Tight ends, I mean, I think a lot of these top teams, there are very few quality tight end options. Mm, I love Gesicki, and I think Knox is a great option. I, I would that would also be another one I would say is not a weakness for me, but it's all right. What do I know? Not much. I don't know, man. I just feel like you're picking my my Bay Area's a strength. You want to say wide receiver? I give it to you. You want to say like I don't know? Like <laughs> these are the spots I feel good about. All right. Uh, okay. So why did you guys say bench uh, for Colin? Well, having just played him. Um, I kind of just looked at what his options would have been uh, to help bolster what was was not a great score. And I think he's been putting up really good numbers. But when I look down on that bench, you know, I think it changes maybe when some injuries come back. But there's no guy down there that I'm like, oh, he had this guy out on a bye and it's going to be great. Like there's Kittle down there, but he hasn't been very good when he played. There's Rodgers down there, but I don't know, maybe Burrow's just as good, if not better. And then I look through the rest, and it's Davis and McKissick, another defense. Dalton Schultz, who's, you know, a fine tight end. Mooney, who's okay. Gainwell, who I thought was going to be a lot better, and then last week lost it all. That, to, was, that, uh, that was all game script, though. Yeah, I understand that. But none of those guys stand out as guys that I would take. Not let him Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Over any of the guys that, that I have on my bench. And, and I think that's rare for a team that's been as good as him. It's just showing that his top guys have been great. You know, he's got Swift and Debo and Zeke and Najee who have been really good. And beyond that, not great. So if he loses guys with buys and injuries, as he has these last couple of weeks, it could really hurt him. Or if one of those guys drops off, he doesn't have the depth. So that's that's why I was looking at it that way. Um, and, you know, and he has Kittle right now, which I don't know, maybe. I think he's going to play. Um, okay. You know, I, I said tight end just because he has Higby, he has Kittle, and he has Schultz. And again, like I told Scarano, if you have three, you have none. Um, you know, he was banking hard on Kittle, and Kittle does not look good this year. Mm-hmm. Um, missing time, which, you know, Kittle, I mean, he has the past couple of years, but he's pretty tough, and he stays in there, plays injured. Um, so, you know, it had to be pretty bad. Does he come back? I don't know. Um I mean, it's easy to say with bench with any of these players. And, I, I mean, this might be if you have a top team, right, do you maybe try and package a couple of lower-tier players to get a better starter so you weaken your team overall but you have a better starting lineup? I like the depth. I just think with the with the way we've seen injuries pop up, it just seems like every week there's a huge name going down, and they're all on Casey and Brian and Michael Thomas's team. But someday it's going to stretch out to be other teams. Uh, have you look, not looked at my team? 
You drafted injury. You knew what this was. That's different. You drafted people that were preemptively hurt. And not that they were actually hurt. You just knew it was coming. Yeah. I thought I'd get at least one game out of them. All right. Julio Jones. We got Jake. Um, JT, you said quarterback. I said quarterback, but not really. Mike, you said running back. Uh, so let's start with quarterback, Mahomes. Yes. So, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So he's had a couple rough weeks. Kansas City overall has not looked good. They're playing the cover two, not giving them anything deep. Um, so unless he's playing Philadelphia every week, you know, mm-hmm. his numbers are down. Uh, that being said, he is still the fifth ranked quarterback. Mm-hmm. And we, we've seen him for four years. I don't think all of a sudden just playing a cover two. Wow. That stopped Pac- Patrick Mahomes. You know, it took us four years to figure that play cover two. I don't think so. I think there's some other stuff going on. I trust Andy Reid, um, watching him all those years in Philadelphia. They're going to figure it out. Am I going to say he's going to have a huge game next week? No. It's going to take a little bit, but I have confidence that he will be fine by the time you get to the playoffs. Yeah, I think I think if they make it. They're out of the playoffs right now, just so you know. Fantasy playoffs. Oh, yeah. okay. Listen, obviously, he's fine. 25 points a game is still great. It just doesn't seem like he's living up to what Jake would have thought. And I feel the same way about Herbert, where it's like, based on how I drafted them and where I drafted them, I expected more, and therefore I cost myself at other positions as a result of that. Well, when was the last time a quarterback did that, lived up to expectations? Mahomes last year. No. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. No. Yes. What do you mean? But what 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 what, what do you mean by expectations? He was the number one. He was taken. He was Mahomes was the first quarterback off the board. Yeah, but I mean, but I don't think. Explain your point, Mahomes. I mean. Look, I mean, look, you drafted Lamar. You thought he was going to be the second coming last year, right? Because of his great previous year. It didn't happen. You know, he fell back back to earth, and Lamar's having a great year this year. You know, I, I think that we get so hyped up over these quarterbacks that we place them so high. And really, quarterbacks not a need. Because I, I want to say it's the easiest replaceable position, especially in a 10-team league. I can find a quarterback to play. I cannot find a wide receiver. I can find a top 10 quarterback on the waiver wire. I cannot find a top 10 wide receiver on the waiver wire. I don't think you can find a top 10 quarterback at all. I, I think that's I think that's not true. Uh, but I understand your point that there's probably easier. But right now, if I lost Herbert, I, I don't have anything. And, and I look at it as, as a real problem. And I think Jake is in the exact same boat. I don't think he feels comfortable playing Cousins. And the same way I don't feel comfortable playing Matt Ryan. So I think if you if you lose your big one, you're not going out on the waiver wire. You, you want to grab Tua? Like, ew, I don't know, man. That, that, that there's just You might be able to get it for a week. You Look at Casey, for a week. man. He, Casey lost Russell Wilson, and he's playing t- Teddy Bridgewater. Like, no one's happy with that. I, it, I just – I think there's a lot more to it. And – Jake's got, Jake's just got 
some weird performances, you know, this past week that really led to Mahomes not standing out. You know, if Mahomes does what Mahomes does in most weeks, he wins. Yeah, you count on that. You 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 know you might get a down game from DJ Moore or Jefferson or something like that or Emmanuel Sanders. You don't expect a down game from Mahomes, especially two weeks in a row. And he's got a tough schedule coming up. They they have a they have a tough schedule as as a crew, but they got Green Bay next, then they're at Vegas, then they're playing Dallas, and they have a bye, Denver, I, Vegas again. That that's a lot of tough D's, and it's it's just I don't know. I I, I realize that they probably haven't solved the Chiefs. But clearly, there's something going on. Looks like he's in his head a little bit. He's making a ton more turnovers. He's his offensive line. Is yeah, yeah. I, I I think think it's offensive line, and that's not going to get solved easily. But I think I think he will figure it out. I think they'll find something, and and well, they will do something. I know Jake certainly hopes so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, Mike, you said running back. Uh, Okay, I want us to actually take a look at this and think about this for a second. He has Cook, who's an every-week starter. I understand that. Let's actually take a quick look at what Cook has put out. And I understand there's some injury, and I understand he has Manson, so he's able to to put one in there. Um, Cook's current ranking is pretty low. He's put up a 6. He's put up an an 8 here. Um, Mm -hmm. And here's what I want you to look. Besides Cook, who else could you start? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, I, and you're going to say C.E.H. I'm going to say no. I, as a matter of fact, I think that Gore guy who you saw who had a couple of looks last week might actually start taking some carries away from him. But but here's here's the thing. Because he has Cook and Matson, he has that one spot that we need. He has some flyers. Clyde Edwards, as much as we don't like him, he picked them up early. Might pay off, it might not. He but, got him off the waiver wire. Yeah. Yeah. That was William, it looks like it's all swift. So Williams is out. Um Connor doesn't appear to be a main run. I'm just sorry. Like if you want me to look at this team and to say where I see a problem, I see it right there. My favorite part about this tomorrow is I have five great starting backs, and you're like, I don't know about your backs. Jake has one, and you're like, Oh, he's fine. That is true. What right? Like, like, like he has, he has what, that what, one. What do you do if Eckler gets hurt? That's my that's my my point. You, I, I have zero words. Behind him, eh, iffy. Wow, completely disagree. Never felt more stacked at running back than I do right now. All right, I love it. Let's move on. All right, uh, let's talk about Haley. Um. All right, so JT. You uh, you said her flex, and uh, Mike and I both said wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're kind of looking at the same thing, mm-hmm. uh, especially because most of our benches are dominated by wide receivers, or I, I should say flexes. Uh, I looked at who she put in this past week, some of which was necessity based on injuries and buys. Um, but, you know, there, there's some tough names in there. I never like seeing two tight ends that have to make an appearance. Um, and you know, the Devonte Adams thing was was brutal. I, I don't look at her receivers as as struggling that much when she's got you know Diggs and Woods and Adams when when everybody's back. But it's it's to me it's it's those last couple spots just finding the, the best players to put in there. And and this was a bad bad bye week, so 
Yeah. You said it earlier. Her her teams looked good. Uh, she doesn't have a, a ton of weaknesses. I was kind of stretching a little bit by picking in flex even. You know, and I, I mean, you talked about that. If Ertz didn't have that one touchdown called back, um, you know, his score would have looked different for her. And, I mean, you're looking at – I think she has two top ten uh, tight ends on her team. Uh, yeah, I kind of missed uh, Adams on her bench, honestly. But a lot of her – all of her receivers, even Adams, has kind of underwhelmed this year uh, for mm-hmm. what they thought. Like, that should have been with Adams and Diggs and then Woods as number three. You would have thought, you know, easily – the best trio in the league. And it just hasn't played out that way for her. Yeah. But okay. By the way, neither tight end in the top 10. Ooh. Overall, what about scoring? Scoring for the rest of the year, they will be in the top 10. That seems like something we'll never be able to verify, but all right. School lunch. You you don't know how to add? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm sure we're going to sit there for the next seven weeks. Oh, yeah. up this very important argument that you crafted. <laughs> Will we? Probably not. Could we? Absolutely. Four tight ends. All points. Can't win. All right. Uh, moving on to the Michael Thomas. Um, JT, um, you said running back with a asterisk. Which yeah, not- the asterisk is exactly what... Scrano put down. It's it's injury. Yeah. It's not that he doesn't have good running backs. It's just that he's just waiting and waiting. Yeah. And I don't know. You know, C-Mac. He keeps thinking McCaffrey will go in, but but yeah. I don't know if he does. And yeah. I put the uh, DR, which uh, in case for those of you who haven't gone to medical school, that stands for doctor. I um, had no idea what you were putting there, man. I was so lost. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I think it all goes – Back to uh, and you know I think this week uh, he has McCaffrey in his lineup right now. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see if he actually plays. Um, you know that was a weird situation where he was real close to coming back and then they put him on the IR. Um, Prescott, I mean, you would have thought he was coming back, but Rush looked real good. Yeah, I think Prescott will be back for sure. I I don't think I have no faith in McCaffrey coming back anytime soon. I think he'll be back this week. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So, all right, moving on to Casey uh, JT. You said quarterback and running back. Mike, you said quarterback, and I said running back. Um, I mean, he's rolling with Derek Carr, who's fine, but. Bridgewater, yeah. it's just like he's got three quarterbacks yeah. on his squad, and that that just seems like a bad sign to, to begin with. I know he's probably just not wanting to let Carr go as a good backup, uh, but I, I I really think Henry has carried Casey. I mean, we we've, we've yeah. seen that was a huge part of why he was winning. He is so far ahead in points across the board; it's nuts. And taking that away from him could be an absolute crusher. I, I just I don't see where Casey gets his points now, even when Russ comes back. That's such a huge thing for him. This RB1 is is Pallard, a guy who, I mean, is the number two, and and, and it's tough, man. Don't worry. Tamala probably thinks he has great running backs. No, I don't. Um, 
you know, I don't like his team at all now. Yeah, I, I put running back as you know, like I said, like I mean, you said perfectly. Henry was carrying him without Henry. Um, yeah, doesn't have anything. And, and there's out. nothing on the, there's nothing on his bench right now that's impressing me. Just looking at it right now, I don't understand why you're holding on to the other defense. I don't understand why you're holding on to Bridgewater. There must be something I'm missing here. And listen, he's hanging on for dear life, and he might actually, you know, be able to sustain if he gets Russ back and hang in there. He just got a sneaky win over Jake. But if it comes down to it, I don't know if he's going to be scoring enough points. And there might have been that one week where if he could have played somebody other than, you know, the Devonta Parker zero, uh, he could have gotten a win. Oh, All right. Uh, next, let's move on to Joel. And we all said wide receiver. Followed and by that was before the awful news that came out today. What news? Oh, uh, the Rugs news. Yeah, yeah. the Rugs. Yes. Oh my gosh! I mean, I, I think yeah. she'll probably end up dropping him. But that that what just awful, awful news. Yeesh. Yeah, and I mean, and you you, you got to feel uh, bad for Ridley. We kind of talked. We actually talked about that on the pod last week, and you know, we thought it was a shot. And I then did. I was wrong. I'm like. Where is he playing? Is that someplace where they can't? That was my first thought too. Mm-hmm. And it, but I mean, look, it, it seems like they're we're dealing with a lot more um, players stepping away this year, and I guess in some ways it's a good thing. Sure. But at the same time, um, it's tough because with stuff like that, they don't really give you updates. Um, right? Yeah. Well, there's no. How do you? You know, you don't say two to three week injury. Yeah. Yeah, um, like, I was just kind of looking at, like, as much as I completely agree that her wide receiver is struggling right now, she had no Barkley, no Ridley, no Sanders, no Andrews, and, and still put up the top score. What a weird week. And Very Pitt, strange. Pitts only put up a three. Chanel only put, put up a four. I mean, weird. But you know what she's going to have to do? She's going to have to drop a kicker here, isn't she? She doesn't like that. Oh, I mean, yeah, sure. She's got a lot of moves to make. Uh, I don't know oh, if she'll make them. She's got some moves to make. All right. Moving on. Um, with my team, you uh, both said wide receiver. I said wide receiver or a doctor. Um, look, I mean, Gronk. Doctor again? James Robinson went out hurt. Um Chris Carson's hurt. You know, that might be, uh, you know, there's talk about maybe being season ending. Um, and it's one of those things where I can't necessarily drop him yet until I get a little bit more information. He's you pushing Fuller, in, by the way. Just to uh, clarify. Fuller. Yep. Uh, Michael Thomas. You know, yeah, I, yeah. everything I heard it was he was going to be back by now and he's not. And at this point, do I just cut my losses or. Or do you name your team after him? Or, you, you know, or, you know, and then I have Antonio Brown, who all of a sudden was looking great. And then all of a sudden he showed up on crutches and he has this mysterious injury. Yeah. Yeah, man, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I don't know, man. Your team's really, it's been a roller coaster. You've had an awful, awful luck. You know, I, I joked about the other three, three guys, but looking at your bench, it's, it's, it's got you pretty bad too, man. I, there's there's so much luck that goes into this. You can draft a good team. You can draft a deep team. And 
maybe you didn't have necessarily the deepest or best team, but it's really hard to pull anything out. Of no, you were projected for 139 and you got an 86. Yeah. I would have to imagine right. that there's rarely ever been a projection final that's been that far off. But like, I mean, and, and look, this is what I thought. I thought Allen Robinson, I didn't, I didn't expect, you know, top wide receiver numbers, but I, I figured, you know, 15 points a week would be in the top 20. You know, I was hoping I'd have Michael Thomas back by now. Does and Michael Thomas we, play football this year? Yes or no? I said no. <laughs> I don't know. And then, you know, I, know. I figured, oh, Julio with A.J. Brown there and Derrick Henry, I'd be able to throw him in. I figured I'd get one week out of Fuller maybe, maybe two. Um, you know, I wasn't thrilled with that pick when I made it, but I thought as far as I thought he, I could keep him on my bench and he'd be a lottery ticket, and it didn't work out. Um do you think there's something more to this Michael Thomas story? There's something to this. Yes. I was actually kind of hoping he'd get traded. All and right. Antonio Brown, who was actually – he's probably actually my best best wide receiver. Again, he's hurt. No one's saying why, though. He's just on crutches. Maybe he's – you know, owns a crutch company, and he's just trying to advertise it. Maybe. I don't know. Could be. All right. And then – Finally, we end with Brian. JT, you said karma. Mike, you said wide receiver. And I said he needs the doctor. Yeah, it, it reminds me of, you know, some of the other teams here. And and when you look at it now, some of the guys actually came back. You know, he got Beckham and Judy back last week. Yeah. And uh, he's got, you know, uh, Waller, who just missed with a bye. And will hopefully be back from his injury. But, you know, he, he picks up Tanya into to step in for Waller when Waller goes out and guy tears his ACL. And, you know, like it's just, it seemed like one thing after the other, as soon as he starts rolling with Kyler in the beginning of the year, now, you know, these last couple of weeks, he's been a lot more up and down with maybe that shoulder injury returning again. Uh, Mike Williams comes out like gangbusters, absolutely dominating this start of the year, 22, 22, 33, 36. And then three of the last four weeks, he's a two of five of four. looks like he's not a hundred percent. Uh, there's just been a complete cratering from some guys while other guys have, you know, picked up the slack a little, but not enough. And I, I just don't know. You know, I don't think any of us saw Gibson dropping off this much. He's just yeah. been really bad the last three weeks. I don't know why they, they don't put him on IR and just let him get kind of healthy. It feels like that about a lot of people, but I think these teams just feel like they're not quite out of it and they don't want to give up their spots, but. Man, feels like a lot of guys that are being drafted by a couple of these teams, including yours, Tamala, just cannot stay healthy. All right, so here's the thing. Uh, does Beckham get cut by the Browns? I know they were, they were shopping him a little bit today. It seems like they didn't get the offer they wanted. Well, yeah, but then his uh, dad... It couldn't have been that much. I mean, they couldn't have been asking for that much, right? Like, what no, do you think I, you would get for something like that? I, any of the teams who would take him probably don't have the salary cap to take him. But, it, uh, you he know. never really fit there is what I thought. And he was – and I'll to give you this. He didn't cause much trouble, and I thought – I figured he'd cause more. But now he is. You know, his dad blasted Baker today on Instagram. Um, oh, he has all right. Been, uh, you know, calling for him it's to like be – like that microscope when you're able to focus it just right. Oh, it came right back in focus. Yeah. So, um, 
<laughs> no, so that's why I say, you know, there's a lot of noise coming out of his camp today. I, I don't think that I can remember a player that has had more hype and less performance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean like, he, ever since he's been to Cleveland. I mean, honestly, ever since Eli Manning left. Funny enough. Yeah. I mean, his last couple of years in New York were that's terrible. really where it was. They really were. I mean, he was, that, that was more injury-related. He was so good. It wasn't just those couple catches, though. Obviously, they were incredible. But he was really great for a he's while. He's very productive. And then has fallen off massively. And I, I, I don't know if there's a more overpaid player in the league based on his performance. Maybe that's too much broad of a brush to paint with, but mm. no, maybe Ezekiel Elliott. Oh no, Zeke's been good. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to pay him anywhere near that much money. McCaffrey wouldn't pay him anywhere near it. But well, arguing if he's paid a little too much is different than somebody who's paid a, a ton and is doing nothing. And I mean, absolutely. I mean, part of me thinks okay. you should get paid based on the position you play. Too. I think I think the minimum for running backs should be a lot more than the minimum for a kicker. Well, the NFL does quite a bit of that. But they they do it based on how long you've been in the league. I think it should be based on the position you play. I, I mean, uh, only safety is lower than running back. I mean, of like of besides special teams players. Yeah. I mean, so. it goes safety is the lowest paid one, and then running back is just above that. Well, that too, but then, but you also get performance out of like no name running backs. I mean, they can perform. So, I mean, we talked about defensive end. I think running backs another one where if you're not asking, if you're just asking the one and not pick up blocks, that's one of the easier positions just to step in and do it. So, all yeah. right, let's. Let's, um, That's why on. rookie running backs get drafted higher in our league. Yeah. All right. So let's um, let me pull this back up. All right. So let's look at the matchups for this upcoming week. Um, okay. So I am taking on the Michael Thomas. Um, I, I need I need to adjust my lineup. Um, for right now, I'm not projected that much. Um, no, I'm sure you got some chicanery going on. Luckily, he was intentionally uh, putting in lower players. Mm-hmm. Loves it. Yep. Luckily, uh, you know the Eagles will be playing the Chargers this week, and uh, they'll actually keep Hurtson for the fourth quarter, where he scores like two thirds of his points. So that will help. Just to be clear, Scrano, he's got Chris Carson in. He's got Michael Thomas in. He's got Will Fuller in. He's got Gronk in. Uh, four guys who will cool. be out on bye. So he's he's playing some pretty cool games again. Foolishness. 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 Have we learned nothing from the kicker escapade? I, 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 as long as I have my lineup set by Friday, right? <laughs> Friday, huh? <laughs> Gotta get it by Friday. <laughs> uh, right. uh, you know, we'll go back to this matchup. I, th I think this will, you know, right now, Michael Thomas is in by um, record. He yeah. needs this win. Oh, I need he needs this to win. win. 
Um, you know, but uh, you know it. So hopefully, hopefully with Michael not scoring the most points um, right now, he has McCaffrey in. We'll see if he plays. Right now, he has Dak, and we'll see if he plays. That would be huge for me. Um, yeah, probably won't matter, but yeah, we will see. All right, next we have uh, Colin um, taking on Joel. Um, Joel's got some moves to make as well. Obviously, yep. she, she's got a couple buys uh, and has to sort out what she wants to do with uh, some of the players that were out last week and coming back in. Yeah. And then uh, Colin, I, I assume he plays Rogers. But, I mean, Cincinnati looked good up until last week. Yep. We'll see. All right. Matchup of the week. Oh, this is a huge game. This is a huge game. Scarano against JT. Um, right now, Scarano is projected by five more points. Um, but we'll see what actually happens. Hey, um, school lunch, Jay. <laughs> Not even a thing anymore. Uh, the thing I enjoy the most about this, Mike, is, and, and I was actually disappointed to see this, but neither one of us is really being affected by the buys. We each had our kind of Armageddon buy week. Um, but as a result, as I'm looking down, I lose Fournette, you lose McLaurin. We each lose a guy that potentially could start, but beyond that, we have a replacement. Yeah, we're coming in fully healthy. So it's a, it's a real, it's a real matchup and it, it feels like it's a, uh, it's a toss up, you know, it's going to come down to, yeah, I think it's tight. this is a tight game. Yeah. It's going to come down to just who, who has the, the, the luck of the good performances as opposed to like, Oh, you caught me with all these guys out or whatever it is. But, uh, I know that the Tamala special, uh, loves looking at when you have guys and, and Mike, you got a, <laughs> you got a lot of guys not playing, uh, some big names, Stafford and, um, Jonathan yep. Taylor and Keenan, or excuse me, and Cooper Cup, all on either Thursday night or Sunday night. And for Which me, right now, the Rams D in only, so it is going to be tough. I will have maybe if I keep that defense, just one guy left, and you'll have Stafford and Cup. So if you're within striking distance, I am, I am in serious trouble by that point. I like it. I like it. Huge game. Huge game. Big one. I game of the week. This could move me within three games of you. Could be massive. Game of the week. Game of the week, right? right. Huge game. If I beat Uh, you, I get to pick up points on you, too. (laughs) Then we have uh, Jake taking on Rachel. Uh, Jake's projected at 133. He's missing one player. And Rachel's projected at 120. I don't know if she has Lamar back in her lineup or not. She has some moves to make right here. Um, I mean, she's got to keep an eye on Adams. Um, she doesn't have Lamar back in. Uh, yeah, she, hasn't, that, that'll up. she hasn't put him in, and, and Lamar will definitely be, I think, taking the place of Daniel Jones. And it looks like Josh Jacobs might be back too. So she could have three pretty big names returning to really bolster that flex that we had said was so weak. Yeah. All right, and finally we have Brian. Um taking on Casey and right now now I know Casey has two players left to play um but he's only projected for 80 points and Brian's projected for 142 
You know, on mine, I'm getting something different. For, yeah, me uh, too. It looks like, um, I'm seeing him at about 112, but he's got everybody in his lineup. And that's even more dangerous because there's a lot of guys that he'll have to try and make moves for. Uh, he's reset everything. I mean, he's got Carr in, he's got Pollard in, he's got Booker in. If Saquon comes back, that really tanks Booker's value. Woo-wee. Yeah. That is a rough looking I'm- squad. You know, this team This team could easily be in a week or so ranked number 10, just so you know. Yeah, losing Henry is is that bad, especially when you lost Wilson as well. Yep. Yeah. does have his lineup set, though. It's odd. He for- does have set. I, I now we'll be back on Friday. Now, uh, Tamala, will you go up and scroll up to yours? I'd like to look at yours one more time. Yeah. Uh, oh, there we go. That's what I wanted to see. Okay. Very good. You know, just projecting how I'm playing. Projecting mm-hmm. how I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Foolishness, foolish. Oh, but don't don't worry. There will there will be a, a name change. Oh, good. That I actually think will help you. There's so. a name change because Hertz is out. Like I don't understand because he's out of your. Just karmic luck. No, I'm not. I'm not. No. I'm, I'm dignifying this with a response. No, no I'm not the changes, it helped. It helped me. <laughs> I'm dignifying this foolishness with a response. No, <laughs> no, nope. All right, nothing- all, all right, right guys. It's, it's been uh, it's been fun. Good li- good luck. Uh, I'll be I'll be watching your matchup closely. I'm sure it'll be a uh, fun to talk about it after uh, a disappointing week of me playing J- JT and then me playing Serrano and just getting crushed. Um, I think it was that great. So I'm making no guarantees, though, Matt. You notice that I haven't said anything. And like I said, scrolling to bet three three fifty. That's all I'm saying. You you come into the All American Gate. You have to go into the building, show your ID. You'll get a visitors pass, and then we'll come get your school lunch anytime you want. (laughs) (laughs) All right.